the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's Friday night. Yes, indeed, it's Friday night. Hour two, our dose of the Andrea K show. Speaking of numbers, that was my. I didn't really do anything for Secret of Mile yesterday, so using dose tonight as I guess my homage to uh, Cinco de Mayo. But that's never really been anything I did did much. I eat Mexican food almost every day, so here at San Diego, in one way or another. So that's my way of uh, celebrating Cinco de Mayo. Um, somebody made it. I also forgot on May fourth to say the May the fourth be with you. So I forgot that Star as- Wars Day, baby. <laughs> I came in here to the station and they said, they were like, Oh, may the fourth be with you. I was like, huh? What, what are you talking about? And they were Little like, well known fact also yesterday, in case you always forget to celebrate May the fourth is revenge of the fifth. Okay. And then somebody made a joke and said, may, um, the day after revenge, what, if, what was that? The day after star Wars day is revenge of the fifth. So if you miss star Wars day, you can still celebrate the day after. Well, I thought it was the day after Cinco de Mayo is the day of Montezuma's revenge of the Sith. Montezuma's revenge of the Sith. You don't get that? Nah, not really. <laughs> Keep it Star Wars. Yeah. Well, that was a reference to Star Wars, which I would not know because I've never seen a Star Wars movie. I'm going to get you on that. I know. Um, okay. So the news is out. The numbers are in. How did... The at the beginning of last hour, we played the clip from James Carville out of Louisiana, just, uh, you know, hysterical over the Democrats and, you know, there and um, what's happening uh, with the how, what, did he, what did he refer to him as is he said uh, that, look, these Republicans, they're not scared of these people that just talk about veganism and pro downs. Right. Um, I mean, that, the, you know, he's just hysterical over the Democrats and how they're handling the, the their entire agenda, but particularly abortion, right? Um, because they, which, if they were right, and how many times and different ways do we have to say this, Skins? If they were right that the majority of the Americans, as Carville was talking about, was actually on board with them, then what would they have to fear with it going back? Nothing. They wouldn't have anything to fear, right? They keep talking about, like Carville did at the at the open of the show, that, oh, two to one, Americans really want Roe v. Wade. And, uh, well, then you've got nothing to worry about because then, you know, it's it, it will happen for you at the local level. Tonight, they're all excited here in California to, you know, make way for um, the, uh, you know, the abortion tourists coming here. So you would think that they would be all excited, right? Well, 
a poll came out today that shows exactly why they're all in a little tizzy and why um, they're all upset that the Supreme Court is now would if this gets passed would no longer be um, in control. I don't know the clip number, but I, this might be a good time to play. Uh, yes, clip one of Focahontas. This is the reason we cannot have a right-wing fringe court dictate to the rest right. of America. Right, it's so divisive also. Yep. It's going to just split the country even more. How would this split the country even more when it's being given back to the people, right? But I'm all for a split of the country. We can't have a right wing fringe court. No, but what they've had is, and they were happy to have a left fringe court craft something out of whole cloth that didn't exist in the U.S. Constitution. Right. They were happy to have that. They're hysterical because it's going to go back to the states. And you know why they had good reason to be hysterical? Because CNN, a CNN poll came out today. With a poll that came out on the heels of the leaked draft. And here's what might make them re- one of the reasons why they're just a little in in, ba- in a bad mood on what should be a happy day for everybody since it's Friday. Um, abortion is not the only factor for most voters. In fact, it according to this poll, and you can go to CNN.com. Um, Abortion, um, CNN poll, abortion, midterms, Roe v. Wade. And basically the overall, before I get into any of the deets here, I'll just go ahead and give you the headline that the the draft opinion leak hasn't shaken up the midterm elections. If they were right, as we've said, that the American people really want Roe to stay uh, as a part of precedent with the Supreme Court to have Roe v. Wade stay and that nine dictators in, in robes get to decide what should happen with abortion for the rest of the country, then this leaked draft should be devastating for the Republican Party. In fact, there's conservatives that have been hand-wringing going, oh my gosh, we need Roe v. Wade to stay because we're just going to lose our shirt in the midterms. This is not, this is a, this is a, a learning moment for the Republican Party. One of the reasons why Donald J. Trump One was in the second debate in 2016 with Hillary Clinton. He talked about how he's the most pro-life president we've ever had. And he talked about how he wanted to overturn Roe v. Wade. He wanted abortion to be made legal. And he called out Hillary Clinton for the evil that she supported called late term abortion. He said he I think he said something to her kind of like um, I call them children. You call them fetuses. And they are. Here's a, getting into a little bit of the deets here. Um, even after this, even after this leaked opinion, Republicans hold a narrow edge over Democrats in the generic ballot test. It's actually a little more than narrow because this is a CNN poll. So 49 to 42%, you know they're oversampling Democrats. They're about to get crushed. This did not hurt the Republican Party. And this is among registered voters, which is actually an improvement. The Republican Party actually went up in this poll after this leak of this opinion, which was reported, by the way, as a decision. Remember, one of the things we talked about was that that night was breaking as we were live on air and Politico had reported that this was the decision of the Supreme Court. So even then, numbers went up for the Republican Party. This is not hurting the Republicans. Um. 
what is the on the economy? Uh, some more information getting into the weeds here. I'm, I'm going to have to get some readers sometime soon. Okay, on the economy, it, this is the issue most likely to be a driving factor for voters this fall. So I said from the beginning, as many others did, that this leak was about um, trying to distract from the poll numbers for for Joe Biden and how the American people forget the polls and people don't even have to answer a call from a pollster right now. Everybody knows that. Why would you even take a call from a pollster right now when you can't put seven dollars in a gallon of gas? Right. So they've known for a while, even without any polls that the uh, the Democrats were going into these midterms. They had to find a wedge issue. They had to find something to distract the American people from the economy. But you know what? It's not working. I, even after this leaked uh, uh, opinion, the economy is the number one issue for the American people, according to these polls. Nearly half of adults, 46% in the latest poll, say the Republican Party's positions are more aligned with their own. So even... Economy or no economy, their positions in general, particularly with the economy, are more aligned with their own compared to 31% of the Democrat Party. About three quarters say um, that which party controls Congress makes a real difference. So um, if this isn't as though the American people understand that there, these are not just figurehead positions, that these people who go to D.C. affect their lives. And the American people also understand that even though we don't vote here in San Diego for AOC, her district isn't ours, the AOCs of the world affect us. Right. So these fringe can't these these, you know, uh, was it Joe school school Scarborough last night? It was calling uh, Republicans in D.C. freaks. They're, they know who the real freaks are. The real freaks are the AOCs, the Bernie Sanders of the world. And this this is that's reflected in these polls. So they really thought yesterday a poll came out or even, no, I think it was Monday, even before this leaked thing that uh, m- the majority of the American people do not want Joe Biden, including Democrats, do not want him to run for reelection in 2022. They had to leak this. This was a way for them to try to foment so much fear and panic and anger on the part of the American uh, woman in particular that it would save them in the midterms. But this poll completely bust that through. Um. These findings suggest the overall picture for the midterm elections is has little is little changed after this week news. Only about half of the country say they've even heard a great deal or a good amount about the draft Supreme Court opinion thus far. And 51 percent saying they've heard just some or nothing at all about it. Um, the poll conducted after the draft ruling also finds a small increase since January. And this is interesting. And in the share of Americans who say they would only vote for a candidate who shares their view on a, on abortion. So this being a single voter issue uh, it has really only slightly increased in January. But what's interesting is it's only increased for Republicans, which tells you that America is becoming more pro-life. It's not that the Democrats didn't increase in the the Democrat base did not. um, The Democrat base of voters who vote on abortion as a single issue did not increase increase since January. Um, That view uh, did increase more among Republicans uh, uh, from 15 percent in January to 26 percent now. 
So that was before this position was leaked. And that's another reason why they leaked it, Skins, because they know that the sentiment around this country is going against them. They know the Republicans have the tailwind, I guess, the, going into the midterms, have the advantage. They know that re, the Republicans who see uh, pro-life and see abortion as a single issue, the voters who see abortion as a single issue are uh, increasing and increasing as Republicans going into a midterm in which the Democrats are looking to be crushed. Yeah, they know that unless they do some hard core fraud in November, they're losing in every way. Right. Uh, Another CNN poll, 77% say Joe Biden's economy is poor the most in a decade. And speaking of the elections, so that's why in the same week they had to leak out this this opinion and they had to silence 2,000 mules. And part of it was a distraction so people would not watch the movie. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're still going to talk about. Well, that you know what is also tied into this? Isn't that why this week? They voted, uh, they, the Democrats came up with and announced their disinformation governance oh, yeah. board. Cause see, they're trying to get ahead of all this. They're absolutely trying to get ahead of these midterms. All trying, perfectly timed. All right. Speaking of perfection and perfectly timed, we're going to take this time, take a little breaky poo. And when we come back, we're going to revisit the disinformation governance board and some of the insanity that Mayorkas tried to put forth to Congress. But Rand Paul was having none of it. And you're going to hear how he handled Mayorkas when we come back. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Yes, it is the Andrea K Show, and welcome back to it. 888-344-1170. If you've got a hero of the week or stink of the week later on, we will be um, talking about that in our last segment of the show. You can also email me at any time, com. Now, tomorrow... We've been joking. We were joking earlier about May the Fourth be with you and Cinco de Mayo and all this. But tomorrow is a special day. Do you remember what tomorrow is? May seven, my dear. May seven. Tomorrow is the day in which you can all participate in an amazing online event. The movie they don't want you to see. The movie they don't want you to see. Donald Trump has a rally tonight in Pennsylvania, and he's telling everybody this is the blockbuster movie you must see. Two thousand mules from a storyteller, author, podcaster, uh, producer. Well, it was executive produced by Salem Media Group. Dinesh D'Souza is the genius behind it as well. And if you want to see this movie, it had its theatrical release this week. If you saw, if you missed it, or if you want to see it again, there is a virtual event tomorrow, May 7. It even includes, you can watch it from any browser, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Go to 2000mules.com and get your ticket. And it even has a live Q&A with Dinesh D'Souza, Larry Elder, Eric Metaxas, and others. This is absolutely jaw-dropping. The left wants to tell you there's no proof. Well, here's the proof. On video, hours and hours of video, 2000mules.com. Get your tickets there. Virtual event tomorrow, May 7. Okay. Before we get into um, the latest um, uh, craziness out of Mayorkas, I did want to wrap up a little bit with the poll. Before the break, I was talking about these these polls that came out. Um, I forgot to tell you about this last night, Skins. There was a poll that came out. 
I referenced it earlier. The majority of the American people don't want Biden to run again. But here's here's the specifics. 61 percent of likely U.S. voters say that Biden should not seek reelection. That's a huge number. Biggest. We saw new standards. We set new standards. We slashed methane and brought over 100 nations together when I was at the at. We need to find that kleptocracy clip. We know if it's even if it's even out there anywhere, because, you know, they fired the dude who put that in the teleprompter. Only 28 percent say Biden should run for a set for a second term. 11 percent are undecided. How are you undecided? <laughs> That's crazy. Um, if um, if the election were held today, 50% say they would vote for Trump and 36% say they would vote for Biden. Boom. Crazy. All right. Enough of the fun and the frivolity surrounding these poll numbers. Let's get we're serious. We're going to seize their yachts, their luxury homes, and other ill-begotten gains of Putin's kleptocracy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's your daily dose of non-clarity. <laughs> we got to save that. That's just so good. We <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um okay, how do I move on from that to something serious? The disinformation campaign that's happening, the controls on the part of the American people. Mayorkas is just continuing to try to push out his own disinformation. He tried to claim last week that he had no idea that this woman, what's her name, J- Nina Jankowitz, he had no idea that she had this Twitter account, that she was putting out all this kind of disinformation, calling the Hunter Biden laptop Russian disinformation. And so the person you hired to run a board that will govern information going out to the citizens of the United States of America that includes law enforcement agencies that have guns that have the power to come to your home and arrest you. That person that you put in charge of this has a Twitter account you didn't even bother to look at. This person's, this person's job is going to involve information flow to the American people and you did not look at her information flow to the American people. Are we, are we that stupid? Are we supposed to be so stupid that we believe that? That's insane. But here and and here's a part of of her stupidity clip 2. Uh the Nina Jankowitz. This might have been from yesterday. Yeah, sorry, hun. I'm just whipping out all kinds of stuff on skins here. Yes, that one. Yeah. So this uh, yeah, I I ran out of time last night uh, playing some of these Mayorkas clips. So here is Miss Queen of Disinformation Group Czar. Let me know when you got it. And uh, so I, I think this was actually one of the issues that Rand Paul questioned him about. Do we do we do we? Yes. Um, talking about the deep state and things like that, which is a, a, a thread among conspiracy com- communities here in the United States, that there is this secret cabal here in Washington working to undermine the American people. It couldn't be farther from the truth as someone who works with and around public servants every day. Um, <laughs> no deep state. No deep state. Yeah. Um, hmm. Maybe she hadn't heard about a little thing called Crossfire Hurricane with Peter Strzok and Lisa Page. Maybe she hadn't heard a little about a little thing called 
um, the Russian collusion hoax? Um, do you think she, maybe she had not heard about a little thing called the Fed napping case where the feds entrapped some people with a phony Governor Whitmer kidnapping hoax? Uh, maybe she hadn't heard about a li- little thing called um, the, the counterterrorism unit by the attorney general to go and round up parents and call them domestic terrorists because they dare to speak up. Um, of course, they know all of this. This is just their disinformation. Rick Grinnell had a good point today. He said disinfor- it, it, what they call disinformation is dissenting, inf- it, dissenting information. I want you to hear this a clip. This is Rand Paul speaking to uh, Secretary Mayorkas. I think clip five is the think right number. Think of all the debates and disputes we've had over the last 50 years in our country. We work them out by debating them. We don't work them out by the government being the arbiter. I don't want guardrails. I want you to have nothing to do with speech. You think we can't determine, you know, speech by traffickers is disinformation? You think the American people are so stupid they need you to tell them what the truth is? You can't even admit what the truth is with the Steele dossier. I don't trust government to figure out what the truth is. Well, first of all, it's not even a matter of trust. The U.S. Constitution grants us the right of freedom of speech, period. End of discussion. But if it was based on trust, why would we trust anything this government says? The Steele dossier. In fact, Durham just continues to put out information about how Hillary Clinton, even after Donald Trump was was sworn into office, had spies listening and surveilling the sitting president of the United States, including his home. And she's lying to the American people. The new Ministry of Truth czar is lying to the American people that there's no deep state. Yeah. Now, I like that soundbite by Rand Paul. But, you know, these theatrical presentations known as these, you know, these Senate hearings and House hearings have worn really thin over the years because they had all these hearings with Hillary Clinton over Benghazi. Was anybody held accountable? Durham's continuing to put out all kinds of evidence that Hillary Clinton and the DNC and Perkins Coy and all the rest were involved in illegally spying and trying to, you know, um, do all kinds of shenanigans to try to, uh, you know, including committing crime after crime after crime in the course of trying to steal an election. Uh, the real we've had multiple insurrections and coup attempts going on and on and on, and nobody's been held accountable since. So I'm not interested, really. I like that clip because I, I think it, it, it um, now do something about it. Right. Do something about it. What are you going to do about it? I mean, Rand Paul talks about when uh, the if the Republicans take power, they're going to investigate Fauci on the origins of covid. I want you to infest, investigate Fauci on his lies with which they lied to the, he lied to the American people and not only lied with holding therapeutics, he actually gave instructions under the weight of the United States government to deny to have doctors, pharmacists, hospitals deny treatments to threaten to prosecute, have doctors prosecuted or, or um, under threat of losing their license if they prescribed medications instructed hospitals i want an investigation into the instructions to hospitals to put people on um remdesivir and to make people sit at home de- denying them even even the most basic treatments of their symptoms until they were so sick you get you test positive for COVID. You got to sit at home till you're so sick. You're on death's door. Then you got to go to a hospital. Then you're put on a vent, put on remdesivir and have your, your lungs and your kidneys blown out. I want an investigation into that. 
right? And as long as we have a disinformation governance board, and as long as we have the, the deep state, we're never going to get to any of that truth. We never are. The reason why I played that clip is because I wanted to um, not so much give a hat tip to Rand Paul for that. Um, here's, a, here's a little bit of disinformation. Speaking of that, remember how, I'm not sure if I mentioned this on last night's show or not. Uh, one of the reasons why I want an investigation into Fauci and the therapeutics is because he has continued to push out that ivermectin doesn't work and that it's off-label and it's veterinary med- medicine. Here's something that the, the left has going around. This is from Motherboard on Twitter. My soprastol is relatively easy to acquire from veterinary sources since in addition to medically inducing abortions, it's also used to treat ulcers in horses. Here's your real off-label use of a horse medication. How can we attack the uterus with a drug that shouldn't be ingested in the body of a mother or a baby in order to attack the baby in the womb and kill it? At least ivermectin is treated for, used for the same thing within horses and humans, just via a different dose. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we got to talk about Miss Thing. Have y'all heard of Carini Jean-Pierre? Don't let that uh, part French name fool you. There might be somebody associated with an anti-Semitic part of her family might be might be an anti-semitic associate in her family we'll tell you about that when we come back andrea k the donut queen of san diego it's the andrea k show on the answer san diego welcome back to tonight's andrea k show next segment is here of the week and stink of the week and you can give us a call and tell us well, you think the uh, Hero of the Week or Stink of the Week should be. i tell you who's in the running for nominee of Stink of the Week for me is this anti-Semitic new White House press sec. I thought it was a family member of hers who was um, the anti-Semite. Of course, she's so anti-Semitic that it's, it's possible that her family members are as well. I'm talking about Corrine Jean-Pierre. She is the anti-Israel activist who, um, you know, she's she's kind of like KBJ. I mean, she's they're all she's being touted today as the first black lesbian spokesperson, neither of which matters to me in any way, shape or form. In fact, I'm so I don't walk down the street or walk into anywhere and announce my sexuality. I'm so tired of these people trying to push on us who they're having sex with. I don't care. What does matter to me, though, about this person in terms of who she has sex with is that it's her wife who happens to be now her this woman's job is supposed to be the white house press secretary who is supposed to be getting asked questions by what is supposed to be a free press whose whose job is according to our founders their job was to hold our elected officials accountable to act as almost the fourth branch of government and that that means they needed to be independent this woman she's married to her wife is suzanne malvo um Who's not, who works for uh, CNN as a national correspondent, although CNN is saying, look, Suzanne Malvo will continue in her role as CNN national correspondent covering national, international news and cultural events, but will not cover politics. Oh, that just makes me so I just trust CNN so much. I mean, this is the same outlet. I'm sure they've really cleaned house since, you know, um, what's his name? Chris Cuomo was working behind the scenes to cover up the crimes of Andrew Cuomo. 
right? Nothing, uh, nothing, there's nothing untoward that's going to happen here with this woman. Um, what's really disturbing, though, is her anti-Israel past. I mean, this makes Ilhan Omar and others seem friendly to the state of Israel. She had a stint as a senior advisor and national spokeswoman for MoveOn.org. Y'all remember them from the Obama administration days? They are a far-left anti-Israel group that advocates for boycotts of the Jewish state. Um, at a time right now when um, the Biden administration is trying to ink a new nuclear deal with Iran. So this is incredibly disturbing. I don't understand how you how, how a Jewish person could vote for a Democrat with what you know this is very oh ukraine russia ukraine russia look at the situation that our greatest ally is in with iran who says they teach their children in to chant in schools death to america and death to israel and when they talk about wanting to wipe israel and the united states off the map they mean it they're not being metaphorical no they're not being metaphorical um, she has accused, this woman has accused Israel of committing war crimes. Doesn't that sound just like Ilhan Omar? Um, she also is anti-APAC, which is the U.S., uh, the United States' most prominent pro-Israel lobbying group. Um, she cheered Democrats in 2019 for boycotting the group's annual gathering in D.C. for, quote, boldly choosing to prioritize diplomacy and human rights over the power of a lobbying organization. Um, she, um, APAC, according to her, helped the Trump administration sabotage the Iran nuclear deal. It needed to be sabotaged. We got a press secretary who wants Iran to get a nuke. That the, the nation's, the, the world's largest state sponsor of terrorism, the majority of the Americans' troops who were killed in Afghanistan, Syria, and Iraq were funded by Iran. And this is who the Biden administration and who this kook, this anti-Semitic racist and bigot, wants to get a nuke. It's crazy. And yeah, you know what? She's beautiful. She's beautiful. But, you know, the devil can come. The devil doesn't show up like in in a red cape and horns, right? With the pitchfork. The devil comes in a really nice, pretty package. And that's what we have here. At least her part of the Biden administration. There ain't ain't nothing pretty going on with Joe and and Jill. With Joe and Jill. (laughs) Including, where are we at with the sale of her books? How are her book sales going I think with her family, I mean, you know who, if, if she sold more than 500 copies, you know who's buying them? Some of the Russian, Russian oligarchs over there that uh, the Biden administration hasn't leveled sanctions on yet. We saw new standards. We set new standards. We slashed methane and brought over 100 nations together when I was at the, at, 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 at the. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That's some serious stink. But, you know, the biggest stink, though, was was him trying to tell. I don't know if we still have the clip him trying to tell the people in wheelchairs to not jump. Do we, do we have that? <laughs> Hang on. Skins is having to pull it out of his out of his ear because he just lo- and he just loves it when I pull these clips out of nowhere. Hey, play clip, whatever. Oh, sure. <laughs> sure. Andrea, let me just pull that right out of my pocket here. and wheelchair basketball player, Matt Scott. Here we go. Don't jump. 
<laughs> we're gonna we we need to keep that and add that to our vault of stupidity. We're make a, a vault of non-clarity with Joe Biden. Gosh, I just oh. It's crazy. All right, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, final segment for this Friday, Here of the Week and Stink of the Week. And if you want to weigh in with your Here of the Week or your Stink of the Week, give us a call at 888-344-1170. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. We caught the last 10 minutes of last Thursday and Friday's show and thought it was far below Answer's standards nationally. As far as talking about blood and vampires, absolutely ridiculous. And it could then call Johnny Depp a hero after all his doper behavior and alcohol use and violence. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. That was a uh, caller that we got on our comment line. And if you want to call our comment line, it's available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 844-814-5227. And I love all kinds of calls, even ones that disagree with us or want to give us a critique. We're absolutely open to hear what you've got to say. We do, Skins, and I did want to address this because we're not sure what show um, this caller was calling about in regards to vampires. I'm not Uh, aware. My guess is about the machine gun. Gun Kelly and Megan Fox story. Right. Um, and the reason why um, we, because we do want to share this, you know, calls like this give us an opportunity to share about, uh, you know, a little bit more about who we are. So that's why I like it. Um, yeah, that was the next to politics. The Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox story was the number one story happening in the country. And we like to talk pop talk pop culture because politics is downstream of culture and we found it incredibly disturbing that this woman was going around did multiple interviews it wasn't something we liked it would no in fact one of the things we talked about was you know wouldn't it be nice if the ritual going on uh in america's families and in marriages these days was couples getting down on their knees and praying together and I distinctly remember us talking about that. So maybe the caller just turned, changed the channel at, at that point. However, the caller did stay for the Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week story. So I'm not sure. Maybe she didn't hear us talking about the, you know, prayer and, and, and well, they what obviously we... heard us about the Johnny Depp story. And we did name him Hero uh, nominee for Hero of the Week. And it's because it does take courage and nobody is perfect. We all fall short unless we're Jesus Christ. And he really stood up for and knew the dirty laundry was going to come out trying to make sure his story was heard and that he was done right. Well, not only that, but in the course of his story, what what's that about? It was about that men can be domestic abuse victims. Absolutely. And to me, you're right. I mean, I, as somebody who has personally been on the receiving end of narcissistic rage, physical, emotional, mental, and psychological abuse, you get so beat down by it that you don't you don't want to tell anybody about it and to tell the world. And yes, to have his behavior put out there in front of the world. And I want to talk about the, the hero of the week for a moment because we're about to give our hero and stink of the week. We use the word hero of the week just because it's, you know, it's it's something that people can relate to. But the definition of the word hero for us is is not that somebody not spotless it, no it doesn't mean it means that somebody has done something heroic maybe they faced something uh fearful or maybe they did something good for their fellow man or you know just you know it's it's somebody who's or a feel-good story that's heartwarming to us we can't know when 
when we pick any hero of the week, what they're really doing in their personal lives. We talked a week or so ago about uh, Bishop Evans, who gave his life, who drowned trying to save some illegals cr- coming across the border. We have no idea if he beat his wife or what he did or how many drugs he took that or possibly did. We don't know anything about him personally. We made him hero of the week. As for what we do know about Johnny Depp, um, and, and and so to us, the definition of a hero is not somebody who's superhuman, i.e. perfect. The only human who really deserves the title of hero, who was the only person who walked this earth as perfect, was Jesus Christ. Right? Amen. And so that's not what our definition of hero. And by the way, as Christians, which Skins and I are, we understand you referenced it to us. um, we're all we're all sinners, right? Isn't the entire point of Christianity that that we can't be good enough? We're, we all sin and fall short, short of the glory of God, and that means that you could try your best to not sin all day, and you may th- and you're you're never going to be sinless. You can't earn your way into heaven, right? And not only that, but there is no good. If you read your Bible, there, the Bible doesn't say, "Well, here's good sin and here versus bad sin." Sin is sin. Sin is sin. And his sin, by the way, in terms of his overindulgence and his drug addiction and his alcohol addiction is supposed to be in his, is, is reportedly even according to the testimony and the evidence in his past. And so, he knew it was going to come out even more so. Well, but the point is, is that if somebody's sin in the past and if it, drug addiction for however you view that, if that's in his past, now it, it, it's, it's, it, it's still a, a, a scarlet letter on him and he can know nothing good. He can never do any good in his life going forward because he did drugs. Is that how unforgiving we are as Christians? That's not how we're supposed to be. I'm trying to pray to learn to give grace to other people in life and be more forgiving for them because I'm imperfect and grace was extended to me. And so that's our perspective as to why we, we, we don't look for perfect people to make hero of the week because there is no such thing. And, and, um, and bottom line, it takes real courage to do what he's doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, but whatever you think about Johnny Depp and anything you did in his past, that's, you know, thank you for calling and sharing us your perspective. That's where we're coming from in our perspective and sharing. And by the way, as for Salem standards, sharing our own opinions and our perspective is what Salem is all about. Salem does not tell me at any time, a day or night, what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not, what I am or not allowed to say. This, we um, are news talk and we are here to give our opinions. So it's about that, freedom of speech. It's about freedom of speech. And so um, there's that as well. Okay. So stink of the week, I think for me is clear. It's, it's this person, as Ted Cruz called some legal left wing twit who should be in jail for um, leaking. A, and an unprecedented hands down. There, there's hands no down. other nominee. Yeah. Do you have a, a nominee for here of the week? You know what? I thought long and hard about it. I know it seems like it's just a go to, but I'm going to be straight up about it. Uh, as much as I admire him, uh, I love his perspective, and for me, it would be the uh, intelligence that was showed and the the, the well thought out interview with the Dr. Ben Carson. Yeah, you know what? He's I'm going to give him my runner up because Dr. Ben Carson obviously financially doesn't need to be continuing to to work. Right. I don't know how old Dr. Carson is, but he's clearly of retirement age. He clearly could be out swinging a golf club or whatever it is he likes to do for his hobbies instead of sitting around the soul of America. Yeah, he cares about this country. He cares about kids. He cares about. Uh, the restoration of freedoms in this nation, and he's and he's and he's trying to spend his last years of his life um, leaving a, America a better place 
then that America be a better place when he leaves, that he leaves behind a better America. I'm, you know, it's, it's been a long day. Um, but my hero of the week, I have to give to Kathy Barnett senatorial candidate in Pennsylvania because talk about courage I can't imagine standing up in front of the American people the world and that's clip went viral talking about how you were a byproduct of rape and your mother was raped at 11 that to me is some real serious courage and yeah and and not not only for telling that story but taking a courageous position I mean anytime you run for office it's it's a courageous move Um, she was up there with no notes just her eloquence, her uh, her intelligence. Talk about she's like a, she's like the female Dr. Carson tonight, right? And oh, she for sure. she doesn't she's running for office because she cares about Pennsylvania. She cares about the constituents. She's not a carpet bagger like Dr. Oz, just riding in on his horse of celebrity, you know, to to achieve a piece of power. And I think Trump endorsed Oz instead of Kathy Barnett because I think he just didn't know who she was. And I have a feeling he saw that clip last night or two nights ago, whenever it was, and was like, "Oh no!" I hope he thinks he made the wrong call. I don't know if he's going to back off of it because Trump is somebody that he's not only is he loyal, he's pragmatic and he wants a win. And I think he can be swayed by a Dr. Oz that, hey, I'm on your side of conservatism now, Donald. I've got the name recognition. I can, you know, take the baton across the finish line to victory. Um, but I wish, wish, wish that he had endorsed Kathy Barnett because um, she is the real conservative MAGA deal and 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 what a, a feather in our cap for congress if, if she was in it um did you want to play a, a a clip from a celebrity on our comment line oh we have a, a very special celebrity that chimed in andrea first and foremost congratulations it's an amazing thing i mean look i'm the former governor of new york before (laughs) i was forced to leave office because of my sexual escapades but the bottom line is that dynamite in a dress is certainly better than women living under duress, which <laughs> happened to have been my slogan. <laughs> so while I'm out of the office now and I'm working out with my Goomba brother Chris in the basement, we both wanted to offer you uh, incredible heartfelt congratulations because It's not easy to work two hours in radio, let alone being governor for two terms. So you pulled it off as always. I'm not surprised. And truth be told, we disagree wholeheartedly politically. But I'd love to come down to the studio and perhaps maybe do a PSA. But chances are I'm going to be at least six states away, which would be a safe distance for most women. So (laughs) well done, Andrea. Just like me, I'm well done. He's toast. That was my dear friend Phil as (laughs) Andrew Cuomo. Hey, uh, I think we've got a caller on the line. I think our buddy Mel wants to he's got something he wants to say about uh, Ben Carson as well. Hello, dear Mel. Hello, Andrea. Good show. Great show. I like the interview with Dr. Carson. And one of the things that I, I thought he, would, he might mention was the mother's faith that she passed on to the children, you know, and continues to do so. I think this is, a, Dr. Carson, people may not know, but he's, what he says, he travels quite a bit. He goes to many black churches and tries to get them to switch from the old order to the new. 
in light of the challenges we are facing in this country. Well, wrap us up, so, Mel. We're about out of time. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll catch you another time. All right. Thank you, Mel. Um, thank you to all the listeners. I appreciate what Mel had to say about uh, Dr. Ben Carson's mother's faith. That's an excellent point, Mel. Thank you so much. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.